a Big Spark Studios original. Everybody, welcome back. <laughs> oh my god, me going from complete hating the world to hey! Um, hey everybody, welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens, the podcast that I am rocking a center part on. <laughs> I'm trying to grow out my hair and I look like the Pringles man, so that's fucking sick. Um, now, before we get into the episode, make sure you subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to watch the video portions of this happen in real time, youtube.com slash Chris. It's, I think it's kind of a fun time. I don't know. It's a long time. It's for sure a long time. I think we can all agree on that. Um, Let's see. It is, oh, and also review it. Rate and review every time you listen when you're done. Amazing. Five stars. So easy. Look at that. Um, Anyways, it is, uh, oh my God, it's October 1st. That is so exciting. Halloween is so soon. Halloween's my favorite fucking holiday. But it's a problem because it's such a social holiday and I am so not a social person. So it, anyways, that's for literally therapy next week. Um, I went to New York City this past weekend for the first time since I was there as lockdown happened. Um, if you don't know, I was in New York the week my, my flight home was March 13th. And uh, that's like a day of infamy. I feel we're all like March 13th, 2020. (laughs) Um, But I was in New York City. My friend was working and I was there to help out. And we went to GovBall, which is a music festival. And it was funny because they put her in a hotel. And the hotel was the Hampton Inn. And we didn't realize it was at LaGuardia. And so I tried booking a hotel and that was sold out. And so I booked the Marriott across the street, which is literally at the, the at the LaGuardia airport. <laughs> so I was in New York City staying <laughs> at the LaGuardia airport. And the, you want to hear the fucking kicker? Flew to and from New York out of JFK. <laughs> if that isn't fucking unhinged with Chris Clemens, I don't know what is. But yeah, the music fest, it was wild. Wild being at a music festival. I mean, like it was outside, obviously. So that was a level of comfort. But I think I was maybe one of 10 people wearing a mask. <laughs> it was just crazy. But they had like crazy vaccination um, entrance requirements or I don't know. I had to wear a fucking yellow bracelet. By the end of music festivals, your arm is just like a full cast. You're like, oh my God. It's like a bracelet every day to show that you're 21. A bracelet to show you're vaccinated. A bracelet to fucking do anything. Um, But yeah, it was cute. I feel like I had more to say, but. Who did you see who did I see? I saw Megan the Stallion. That was crazy. That was she was so tiny because I was so far back. But she, oh my god, that was like the best fucking thing. The audio quality at that music festival was trash. I couldn't hear a fucking thing. You would think for a music festival, I don't know, they'd have the fucking audio figured out. I couldn't hear a single thing at so many of like the sets, and I was like. Okay. Like, I didn't, I was trying to, like, sing, a, like, with Megan, are you fucking kidding me? I was, like, ready to go in, but I couldn't tell where in the song we were. So I'm, like, screaming lyrics, and people are like, where are you? And I'm like, that's a great question. Um, but, yeah, I didn't really do much else. I went out to dinner in, like, the actual city. 
which was nice. But yeah, I, I feel like it wasn't like a proper back to New York City trip. Like, no, I guess I did end up blacked out and yelling at strangers. So I guess it was just a typical New York trip. Um, and I started watercoloring. I forgot how much I loved watercoloring. And I was in the craft store, a little stoned. And my friend was like, we should watercolor. And I was like, how the fuck did I forget about watercoloring? It is like my perfect kind of painting. I love painting. But the problem is, like with acrylic paint, for example, <laughs> this is like the most fucking boring. This is my life, okay? Um, like with acrylic paint, it dries so fast and it's a pain in the ass to clean. Like watercolor, it's like even if the paint dries, you can just get it wet again. Oh my God, it's the fucking best. I've just, I bought a notebook. I fucking doodle and shit. Although yesterday, it, it's an exercise. Like yesterday I got really angry because I tried sitting down to paint and then I could not, like if there was a gun to my head, suitcase of $8 billion next to me and someone said paint something, I could not think of a single fucking thing. I was just painting shapes and spelling middle. I mean, it's like, so it's a good, it's a good exercise on patience and the creative process is a creative. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's all the proof we needed to just keep on moving through the episode, Chris. Um, now we've switched it up the the order a little bit. I figured we should move the shout out to the beginning because it always feels like it comes at a really weird time when it's like in between a rant. I don't know where it was. Honestly. <laughs> Done what? 16 episodes of this and have not a fucking clue what's going on. But um, the charitable shout out for this episode is Film to Future F2F. And it is a nonprofit professional level filmmaking program for underserved teenagers in Los Angeles. Our mission is to diversify the entertainment industry workforce and inspire future filmmakers and, I mean, it's no secret that, like, almost pretty much everything else, the entertainment industry is so fucking white. Um, so I love this. And I think giving people an opportunity that they other wouldn't, otherwise wouldn't have is awesome. So if you want to go donate, be sure to check out the link in the description of this episode to learn more and to donate. So that is Film to Future. And now this is the hot box. <laughs> um, if you don't know, this is the part of the show where you guys can call in. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, both Chris Clemens and Unhinged with Chris Clemens, because I post on the story asking for sometimes certain things. But I feel like right now I'm really loving this like ask me anything vibe. It can be asking me about something I said last episode or something that came up last episode. It could be something going on in the world that you want my opinion on. It could be you needing advice. I just love all the directions this goes in most of the time. And yeah, you can call in to 310-844-6459. Leave a voicemail. You can call anytime. I mean, you'll... I forget. Is the voicemail like still up? That crazy one I recorded at the beginning? Yes. Wow. The fact that people have to sit through that. Yeah. There was one... there. I had to edit out the beginning. She's like, yes, I agree to your Viagra commercial because it's oh. so fast. <laughs> I honestly forgot that I made that joke. I was like, Viagra commercial. <laughs> God, I really need to go to like a brain doctor and see what's going on upstairs. It's not great. Anyways, should we, do we, have, what are they like today? Do we got a. They're silly. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> That's like the kind way of being like, you've got character. And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, they're silly. Okay, you'll, you'll see. Okay. Here we go. 
I had a question. I know in one of your podcasts, I think with Brittany Grosky, where okay. she came on, not the last one, but the one before. The first one. You talked about how being funny is a talent. And I want to know more about that. How do you think you acquired the talent of being oh. funny? Or were you just born with it? And also, how can people, like, I guess, practice? to get the talent of being funny is that possible okay thank you huge fan thank you i'm a huge fan um yeah that i have no idea i have always been a loud mouth every like trimester or semester or whatever of school i had a parent teacher conference about my behavior um i definitely think there's an element of like just trauma <laughs> like i feel like you have to be really sad and dark to have a good sense of humor. I guess not. I don't know. A lot of comedians I know are really sad and dark. So if you've got that, you might have it in you. Uh, no, I, I definitely think it's just like, you know, some people are good at like drawing and like some people aren't. And like some people are good at math and I am not. Uh, I think it's like that. I definitely think you could probably learn to be funny, but a lot of it I don't know. I really, I have no idea. So we can take master, giving a master class off the list. I'll never do that. Fuck yeah, I don't, I think you're just like born with it. Are you okay? Yeah, Justin, you. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, you're good. Yeah. He's just practicing for the Cadet Kelly reboot, I guess. He's like army crawling. On... We're still with a broken knee. Like, what the fuck? Anyways, um, yeah, that's my answer if we can even legally call it that. Right, legal team? Hi, Chris. This oh. is me, brother. Natalie's. I'm Natalie, and she's also Natalie. Sup, Natalie's. So, I'm obsessed with this energy already. Yeah. Um, our question is, if you can smoke with two people, dead or alive, like only two people, they can be dead or alive, mm-hmm. 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> who would it be? Yeah, who would it be? Honestly, you know? I want to Honestly, I want to smoke with the Natalies. <laughs> like, literally, I'm obsessed. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know why I've never... I feel like I've never been asked this before. I would love to smoke with... Holy shit, do you have any ideas? Like, I don't even... They made it harder with two. two I know, too. I'm like, you know how hard it is to think of one person right now? Like, um, I'm just going to go with gut instinct. Like, this doesn't have to be the final answer, but it is just gonna I need to move on because I I always do this when people are like what's your favorite food and I'm like I need to make sure that I really have the honest answer here um I would love to get high with oh who the fuck would I want to get high with I want to get high, <laughs> I want to get high with Kim Kardashian <laughs> that sounds like it would just be so funny no I no I can't say Northwest <laughs> she's like five <laughs> my like, Northwest when she's whatever age you have to be smoking. And then I'm going to go with, like, Snoop Dogg. Like, oh, my God, Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. See, there's just too many options. Like, Martha Stewart, I feel like, could really pull out a a whole event, an experience. Maybe I'm going to say Northwest and Martha Stewart. <laughs> there it is. Northwest, of course, Future. legal age. And then Future Martha Stewart. Um, I like that. Are there people in the history that I would love to smoke with? Probably. Are do I remember them? No, they're history. So, next. I like it. 
<laughs> I don't know. I mean, who cares? My name is Callan. Hi, um, Callan. First of all, love you. Thank love you. Love your podcast. Thank you. Um, I was just thinking about how a couple of months ago I went to a petting zoo and a parrot <laughs> squawked so loudly right next to my ear that I went deaf in my right ear for a couple parrot? seconds. There was some ringing. So what my question for oh, you is, say, so what is the worst experience that you've ever had with an animal? I just think that this would be very funny to hear you talk about. Love you. Bye. Love Thanks. you. Bye. Thank you. I mean, this is another shred of evidence to put in the file of you guys think my life is so much more exciting than it is. I mean, like, I think a killer whale splashed its tail at me at SeaWorld once. Like, I mean, I don't... <laughs> the craziest experience with an animal? I don't think... I don't think I have one. Like, did you go to the zoo as a kid? And I mean, I went to the zoo as a kid for a field trip, and then I, like, woke up the next morning full-body hives. So, like, I, maybe that... I, I don't know. Like, I I was, like, one of those weird lizard kids. So, like, I had, like, 12 lizards at one point. I had three turtles. We had, like, 400 fish. Like, I don't... I <laughs> These mean, questions suck, cr- Sam. I'm just kidding. I told you that was that, I, I mean, yeah, that is crazy. But that's, like, also... Like, you yeah, I don't have... <laughs> what is that movie? <laughs> you, we we owned a zoo. We, we built a, zoo. a We bought a zoo. Me saying every verb except bot. Um, yeah, I don't think I have, like, a lizard bit me. It was mine in my basement. <laughs> like, Where did it bite you? Oh, my God. Actually, no. I had a leash for my lizard. <laughs> and I would walk it down the street on the oh blacktop. How big was it? It was like a bearded dragon. It was like oh. a foot oh my God. and a half. Maybe a foot. Oh, my God. I walked that bitch all around in the grass. I saw a guy in Hollywood doing that. Was it me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shit. Was Literally, I was like, okay, when did I do that? Oh, wait, that wasn't me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would say I walked my... This is a depressing episode. This is, like, mortifying. <laughs> Next, please. Okay, okay, okay. Hi, Chris. I was just wondering what your last dream was about or if you remember it. Um, if you're not a person that actually remembers it, do you have, like, a reoccurring dream Guys, I... or nightmares? Um, do you have, like, a dream that you remember from childhood yes. that, like, oh my God. in your brain forever? Yes. Do you write down your dreams? No. Um, I think dreams are fascinating, okay. and I love hearing about people because well, our I'm brains trying, are but so this is still going. wild and creative. If you do have a guest on the podcast this week, I, I would like to hear theirs as well. I don't. It's um, just me and Jesus. Thanks. Have a good day. Amen. Love you. Love you. Bye. So, actually, I was going to say this last time with my craziest experience with an animal, but it was in a dream, and I've never forgotten it, and it's the reason that I fucking hate snakes. Okay, so I had... Yeah, okay, so we already went through my, like, weird exotic pet history. We So, in the turtle, like, we we built a turtle, like, cage, but it wasn't, like, a cage. It was, like, an enclosed... <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is happening... We had three turtles. I had a dream that there was a snake who, like, went in, who was, like, oh, my God, it was the weirdest thing. It was, like, part of, like, a plant, but, like, the snake's body was, like, a mound, like, almost like a rock with, like, plants, but then it's, like, I was going to say head, but, like, its whole body is a head. Like, its, like, body was, like, slow. It went in and killed all of my turtles, and then it ate my lizard. (gasps) Ate my lizard. 
And then I woke up crying. And that's the dream I and the crazy exp- craziest experience with an animal I've had. So, are we having fun? This feels like such like are is this are we in a dream or a nightmare? I should say. I wake mean, this up, episode Chris. feels like yeah, wake up. this episode feels like it's flatlined, mostly because my brain has flatlined. And the next question is really weird too. Oh my god, what Sam! What were you on when you? It wasn't me. I mean, oh, well, are- who was it? Who did you? pass this off to a fucking fiver i mean what the fuck you're like hey buddy listen i've had a week these are fucking insane just pick five like what who did this your fans are calling (laughs) no i'm not shitting on your guys's well no i definitely kind of am by the dictionary definition of it but i appreciate them this is i am in a mood today Oh, is this the last one? Yes. Hey, okay. Chris. Hey. This has been keeping me up at night. Okay. But Great. would you rather fight two horse-sized ducks horse or 20 size. duck-sized horses? I need to know. Goodbye. Oh, my God. Okay. I honestly would go for the duck-sized horses, first of all. But then I would also, instead of fight them, I would capture them and then train them. And then have mini horses. Like, I'm not even talking like mini horses. I'm talking like mini motherfucking horses. Oh my God, little horse this big? Is that how big a duck is? Duck-sized horses. I'm obsessed with this. Oh my God, I love... Yeah, that was easy. I'd rather fight... (gasps) Except ducks the size of horses? Yeah. Are they yellow ducks? Like chicklets? Like rubber duckies? (gasps) Yeah. I don't like adult ducks. They're kind of scary. I like the little yellow ones. Yeah. Anyways, that's my answer. Wow, this episode feels deranged. Like, I'm I'm sober. Like, straight up. I have two vape pens in my bag. Have not hit a single one of them, unfortunately. Maybe I should. Maybe, like, that's the secret sauce. Anyways, thank you so much for calling. Again, if you want to take part in next time, you can go call 310-844-6459. Really almost forgot it. Um, Just to quickly interrupt this flawless episode of Unhinged, I want to thank one of the sponsors of today's episode, which is Helix Sleep. If you don't know, Helix Sleep is a premium mattress in a box company that shows up right to your door. Everybody is unique, and Helix knows that, so they have different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. Mattress is great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains, among many others. Now to find which mattress is right for you, you take the Helix Sleep Quiz, which takes just two minutes to complete, and it matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Now when I took the Helix Sleep Quiz, I said that I'm a side sleeper, I like a medium firmness, and I do sleep a little hot. That's right, I got it like that. And then from there, I was matched with the Midnight Lux, and it's been magic ever since. So if you're looking for a mattress, take the quiz. You order the mattress that you're matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't need to go to those mattress stores, guys. It's just outdated. If Helix Sleep sounds like something you want in on, just go to helixsleep.com slash Clemens. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a custom mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. And if you're ambivalent about buying a mattress off the internet, they have a 10-year warranty as well as a 100-night sleep trial. And if you don't like it, they will even pick it up for you. What's not to love? 
So yeah, once again, it is helixsleep.com slash Clemens, And with that, you can get up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at, once again, helixsleep.com slash Clemens. Back to the episode. But now is time to rant a little. And this might be less of a rant and more of like, uh, Chris, tell this to your therapist, but joke's on you. I did it yesterday. So that's the tea. Um, But we have a countdown behind us for four minutes and 20 seconds. I don't know why I keep addressing the countdown as if we ever stick to it or like finish on time. I think we've what finished ahead of time once. And that was just because like, Chris, you stringing sentences together is not working. (laughs) Abort. So should we just start? Should we get into it? Three, two, there we go. So uh, today's topic is... (laughs) Oh, fuck. This is going to be so brutal. Loneliness. (laughs) Um, I feel like kind of talked about it here. It's going to be like loneliness slash like Los Angeles. Sorry, I know like people in here from here. I really hate living in Los Angeles and I feel so stupid constantly like saying it because then it's like, well, then why don't you fucking move? But like life isn't that straightforward. I just I so I lived in New York before this and I I just thrive there. I feel so myself. I just feel so confident. Like, I don't know. I just, I think you get lost in a crowd there and it's like so much more comforting. Whereas like here, I feel like you get lost in a crowd, but like no one's looking for you. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I've just been feeling really lonely. um, And I feel like it has to partially do with Los Angeles. Just it's so spread out. And also like people are always like doing stuff, but you never really know if it's like they're them doing stuff for their own personal life or them doing stuff for like an agenda. And so it's such a mind fuck. And I feel like I really have no friends here. I mean, obviously I have friends here, but like not that many. And especially coming out of the pandemic, I can't tell if people are like, cause you know, sometimes you just outgrow people and you move apart and there is no drama. You just, you, you, you grow apart and you like stop talking and it's weird. And so I don't know if it's that or if people are just seeing their friends again and like they're just seeing other people they haven't seen or I don't know. It's just such a mind fuck. And I've been trying to like get out of this funk because I used to. And that's another thing in New York. I was so independent and like I was I always did stuff by myself. Like I loved doing things by myself. And here I just, I feel like I need someone with me. Like, I feel like I like don't ever want to be alone. I, I hate th- this fucking section of the podcast because I just spill all these feelings and then I'm like, okay. <laughs> and, but I don't know. Does anyone else have anything to say? Want to chip in? That I mean, it sounds like, um, oh, Justin's coming in. Like, <laughs> no, I, yeah, think that, I think that <laughs> LA is like that like it's hard i used to live in san francisco and i felt like i did everything alone and i walked everywhere yeah a different vibe yeah and i just i don't think i like it but people are like well then why don't you move well one i would love to live back in new york i just looked at a three bedroom for eight thousand two hundred dollars a month Mm. my current rent for a fucking like seven bedroom house is five thousand dollars a month why the fuck would i ever do that also work is here like, just because you hate something doesn't mean 
that it's necessarily like fixable or whatever, you know, like sometimes in life you just have to <laughs> suffer. <laughs> uh, no, you have to like, just get, you have to put your head down and get through it. But it's, it's just tough. Like when you don't feel like you fit in with the place you're in as it is. And then socially, I don't feel like I really fit in. Yeah. And I feel like it's, I've, I feel like, I feel like I'm just shitting on LA this whole time. Personally, I find it so understimulating and I find myself having the same conversations. It's the same weather day in and day out, which like, it sounds ridiculous complaining about shit like this, but I like when life is full of different things and there's always something new every day. And that just like is not the case. And I think I just need to move back to New York. I really think it would all be solved. It's so fucked up. But I like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to pay fucking $8,000 for a three bedroom apartment over my dead fat fucking Caucasian body. That's insane. Where was it? Like Midtown West. Like, and I'm not like, here, I need a Soho four bedroom. Oh, the timer's up. I feel like that's probably good. I don't know. I just, it's just hard. Bitch, it's fucking hard out here. (laughs) I feel stupid complaining about like all of this, but I don't know. I work from home all the time. I'm just constantly alone, but it doesn't feel like a fulfilling alone. It feels like an alone where I I don't want to be alone. It's like isolation. Yeah. And like, I think that's why I felt so calm during the pandemic was because Everyone was isolated and no one could hang out with anybody. And so I felt like honestly so cool, calm and collected. Definitely towards the end, I was going a little crazy, but there was still that sense of just like uniformity. Is that a word? Did Mm -hmm. I just literally pull that out? That was incredible. Um, Yeah. It's just very isolating. I feel. And then there was this sense that like something was like, like on the horizon, like life was going to return and things were going to get better. And I'm like, oh my God, they only got worse. Mm -hmm. They only got worse. I thought like life would return and I would be like hot slut summer. Like just, oh my God, no, I'm like, I just want to (laughs) disappear. Just disappear. Anyways, thank you so much for joining me on this rant today. Should we try and, (laughs) that was not meant to be the rant today, by the way. It was supposed to be a what are we supposed to be doing with our time? But that just felt like an even more stupid thing to talk about. People are like, what? Um, but let's just move on. I feel like I'll save it for therapy. <laughs> even though I did save it for therapy and therapy was yesterday. <sighs> Anyways, let's bring, up, let's bring up the mood a little. Or maybe we'll be bringing it down. I don't really know what's going to happen. But I wanted... I... <laughs> I am a very not dumb, but like unaware. I (laughs) lovable. Did you say lovable? Yeah. Oh, but I don't think that fits the blank I needed for this (laughs) Mad Lib. Um, I (laughs) shut up, Chris and just spit out. I barely watch movies. Like people will be like, Oh my God, have you seen Step Brothers? Never fucking seen it. Like, I don't know what it is, but when there is a ton of hype around a movie, I don't want to see it. So when people mention all of these iconic <laughs> movies, I have never seen them. People are like, oh, um, do you, have you read that book? And I'm like, why do you think I can fucking read? You clearly haven't watched Unhinged. Like, I just am not good at, one, watching movies, and two, remembering anything. Like, I don't, 
I need to stop talking about my like medical ailments and like quandaries on this podcast. Anyways, I thought it would be fun if Sam and everyone collected a bunch of movies. They're just movies, right? Movies. Just movies. I don't think I've seen them. And I've got to come up with what I think the plot is based off of the movie titles, which saying it out, right? That's the game. Yeah. Oh, you looked at me like I was like going off the rails here. I was like, well, bitch, I am off the rails, love. Well, I think you must know of some of them. So oh, no, I definitely. Feel, that's the thing. Yeah. I know I've like heard the name, but I could not tell you honestly who was even in it. <laughs> like that's another. I can't remember people's names anymore. Anyways, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. This one is with Kate Hudson. Is that true? How to Lose a Guy. That part is true. It is? Okay. I See, this is what I'm talking about. Is like, I know <laughs> this. <laughs> My guess is that, let's see. Kate Hudson is this pretty Instagram girl. Well, no, because this is older than Instagram. Like that, like she's a blogger. Let's say she's a blogger. And there's this guy who won't stop wanting to take her out on a date and sweep her off her feet. So she tries to come up with like a blog entry about how to lose a guy in 10 days. And then at the end, she falls in love. Well, this is annoying now because I feel is like... Is that, that right? I mean, that's pretty that, close. Yes. That's not fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> instead, of a, instead of a blog, or she's an advice columnist. So she's writing like a... Oh my God, article. she's a fucking blogger. Yeah. And then they fall in love at the end? Uh, do they? Yeah, I don't, she has the yellow dress. Of course they do. I don't know. But that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Of course, like, I mean, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is like the equation for rom-com. Right? It's a rom-com? Yeah. Yeah. See, I felt that was... I think... And that's the best I'll do during this game. Oh my God, I'm shook. Wait, is the guy obsessed with her though? Well, he kind of has weird motives oh, too, she's, right? Oh, she's like yeah. researching they, they both... how to lose a guy in 10 days. So he... <laughs> this is a full group effort. So he is a like marketing exec who basically says he can make any woman fall in love with him in 10 days. Oh my God, and you gotta know he's date raping people. And her column... Is that too far? <laughs> and that's where I get, I guess, wrong. Um... He and can her, get any girl he wants. I'm sorry, that's creepy as fuck. Yeah. Sorry, I'll let you finish. It's like, it's creepy. Uh, especially like now in 2021. Yeah, I'm like, okay, maybe that movie just didn't age well. Yeah. That's 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 what happened. It's also Matthew McConaughey. That's, I was like, I know it's not Will Ferrell, but all I see is Will Ferrell for some reason. <laughs> Will Ferrell <laughs> and Kate Hudson having a love scene. I would die for that, honestly. All right, well, that was, I feel like a good start. Um... Oh, my God. See, this is where I just feel like a piece of shit. The Notebook. Never fucking seen The Notebook. I know that there's a kissing scene and that it's Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams, and there's a rain. There's rain. <laughs> like, that's the extent I know. So so you've seen the poster. So, <laughs> yeah, I've seen, is that the poster? The <laughs> um, my get. That is literally all I know. That is. Is there like a I'll wait for you? Or is that the Titanic? Okay. Chris, um, I have seen the Titanic, just for the record. We're good on that front. I did see it in the year 2016. but um, <laughs> The 3D version. The th- there's a 3D version? Yeah. Of Titanic? Yeah, yeah. Oh, a bitch knows what I'm doing today. <laughs> I'm finding who's screening Titanic 3. <laughs> or Titanic 3D. 
Titanic 3. Oh, that would be a funny sequel. <laughs> um, okay, The Notebook. I'm going to guess, let's see, this woman, Rachel McAdams, has a journal that's in a notebook. She leaves it at, like, a coffee shop. And this man, Ryan Gosling, is like, ma'am, you forgot your, but she already got in the cab. Yeah. So he's he's reading through it, learning about this woman, and he's he knows her, or he finds someone who knows her. And they're like, oh, that's Sarah Beth. You guys would be long lost lovers. So then he like follows her, not follows her, but like, you know, just like knows like her schedule and stuff and is like trying to be like a good sensitive man and trying to win her over. And then why do I feel like it ends with like one of them dying? Does that not what happens? I feel like it can't end with them getting together. What happens? That's my final answer, bitches. Come on. Did someone die? I'm just reading the ending. Nobody it it made me gasp. Nobody dies? <laughs> go, Sam, go, Sam, go. What is going that. on? What the fuck happens okay, in the I'm notebook? Gonna, I'm going to read you the description. I'm like, literally, I don't even remember what I said anymore. Okay, and I'll let you guys chime in if you remember. So, um, a poor yet passionate young man falls in love with a rich young woman, giving her a sense of freedom, but they soon are separated because of their social differences. Oh, so it's like what? Romeo and Juliet or whatever? Ish. Ugh. That's it? He goes off to war. <gasps> there's a war. Of course and, there's a war. I'm so fucking dumb. Um, They write each other every single day, and that's like the penultimate <gasps> And that makes the notebook? Yeah, that makes the notebook. Oh, my God. That is... Honestly, I feel like that's on par with my plot. Like, I feel like they're both kind of equally, like, generic. <laughs> the war, though. I don't know why I didn't sense a war. <gasps> that is, like, God, such an overthought, underthought. Side, what is the overthought? Such a... Oversight. Oversight. Oh, my God. What are we doing here? Alrighty. <sighs> why did we all do just, like, cla- this, this is embarrassing. The Godfather. No, I haven't seen this one either, guys. <laughs> Um, Okay, so I know that this one's like what? About the mob or the mafia? Correct. I'm going to say that the Godfather... Is there like a plot? Or is it just like following them doing mob shit? There's a plot. Oh, okay. Wow, you're really passionate about the... uh, There's a plot. That's literally (laughs) the reenactment of what I just received. (laughs) Noted. Um, Okay, let's see. I got it. So the Godfather... The movie starts with the Godfather as a child. And you see, like, what his dad and his... Oh, God, I'm thinking of grandfather. Fuck. (laughs) What's a Godfather? (laughs) That's, like, who you choose to be the... Or you choose that for your son or daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. I wish the Godfather would walk through the door and do the only thing I know that he does. Okay, the Godfather, not the grandfather. (laughs) Fuck. Um, the Godfather, I'm going to say that he, this guy is going through his whole life. He knows that he has mob ties. Maybe it's like Drake. He knows that he's got like mob ties and he just wants to know who his Godfather is. And then he goes through all of these different things and gets in with the wrong people or the people he thinks are the right people. They turn out to be the wrong people. And the Godfather is now against the Godchild. And that's, like that shit. That's the final answer. 
How do we? How did I do? <laughs> I know it's so wrong based on. Oh, you haven't seen it either, Sam. No, I mean I. I'm putting a name to that. I'm like, uh, I'm not this. This Titanic isn't going down alone. Welcome to Titanic Three. I, I know that it's. I know that your story isn't right, but I liked your story. Right? Oh, I kind of love it. Over. No one steal at Hollywood, as if Hollywood's watching. Um, what's the actual plot? Of- uh, an organized crime dynasty's aging patriarch transfers control of his clandestine empire to his reluctant son. Okay, so I understood probably three of the words in that plot line. So that's probably for the best that I've never seen this movie. That Yeah, there's passing of power, the god, a mob, got it. Oh, this is... Are y'all on crack? I've never even heard of this movie. Eternal of Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? That sounds like there's a typo there, but that's Eternal, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yes, I love this movie. I mean, not just me. You guys all know it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, of course. We all know it. Um, and let me tell you about it. All of our favorite movie, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. So this is about someone who's never experienced depression. And they also don't have OCD. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? This sounds like a book turned into a movie. Like, this sounds like absolutely it was a book. And then they were like, franchise this shit. I don't, I really, I'm like, I have not a fucking clue what's going on here. All right, here's This, the, like, actually sounds like a movie I actively avoid. It's the one, so, okay, do you want me to tell you? Yeah. I'm, it's, this is the one with Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet, and it's, when their relationship I'm going to be honest, I don't even know who Kate Winslet is. You just said you'd seen the Titanic. <gasps> oh, is that Kate Winslet? <laughs> yeah. Work. I thought, I don't know why, She's I thought that gross. was, like, Scarlett Johansson or something. <laughs> all right, this is a learning experience for all. That it, when their relationship turns sour, a couple undergoes a medical procedure to have each other erased from their memories. Okay, I apologize to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I kind of want to see that. Although it's giving me like that Adam Driver, like marriage, Scarlett Johansson movie. It just seems Mm. like a really depressing, like, biopic of married people. Is that what it is? Is it like a sci-fi it's movie? Emotional. Oh, oh god, I'm dealing with enough of um, enough emotions today. Um, Gone with the Wind. I know this is another big one. Um, Gone with the Wind. I'm gonna say that this takes place in like Kansas, and tornadoes are prevalent. Not tornadoes, but windstorms, and just heavy gusts. <laughs> Everyone's like, congrats, Chris. You're reading the words on the fucking piece of paper in front of you. Um, I'm going to say that two people in Kansas, I'm getting like Romeo and Juliet vibes, but like they end up like there's two people. Obviously, it's marriage. So it's between a man and a woman. And (laughs) uh, (laughs) it takes place in Kansas. And. These people just want to be in a relationship and they want to fall in love and they run away together and they realize that it's not meant to be and their love goes with the wind and then they become strangers. Was that close? I knew we started off way too strong with getting to how to lose a guy in 10 days, right? Are you trying to be close to it though? I'm like <laughs> genuinely like I'm like sitting here thinking like, okay, think of how a movie would go with like the title Gone with the Wind. 
Like, it's clearly a classic. Like, there's got to be some love in there. There's got to be. <gasps> there's a war. There's got to be a war. Ah, there's a war. I knew there was a war. Oh, my God. <gasps> Gone with the wind. <gasps> Someone died at war. I'm getting a vision. I'm painting the picture. Oh, my God. This is the most serotonin I felt in so long. That is so fucking depressing. Okay. So, start over. Kansas. 1927. <laughs> Two people are in love and he gets drafted for war. What will happen? They write letters. It's the notebook. <laughs> um, no, she, oh, he writes letters, but they never co go to her. So she's like, what is happening? He's dead. Blown up. Leg gone. And then like rest of him gone. He stepped on a mine. <laughs> then her love for him is gone like the wind. And then she gets like swept up in a twister. Who knows? That's my ending. That's the director's cut. <laughs> Funnily enough, um, your first take was more accurate. What? <laughs> what? My first take was like straight up ramblings of a delusional person. <laughs> No, that's why it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? They run away together and realize they're not meant to be? <gasps> they go to war together. So Are they gay? No, they're okay. not gay. Um, Were so, women allowed to serve in this? No, so it's, no, yeah, a, I didn't think it's a civil war drama. Ew. Okay, I don't um, need to know anymore. That's pretty heavy. Yeah. But it's like Roman. Oh my God, is one like a confederate and one's a union? And then their love is gone with the wind? No. They're... Where does gone with the wind come in? What is uh, the wind? I don't remember. <laughs> their love's it's... probably gone with the wind. Their love is, yeah, let's just agree to agree. I, I mean, what else is going with the wind? Not this fucking game. <laughs> Oopsies. Sorry to interrupt one more time, but guys, it's finally happened. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And if you don't know, BetterHelp is online professional counseling that has been made affordable. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis hotline. It is not a self-help line. It is professional therapy securely done online. A huge draw is that there might not be services that you need in your area. And with BetterHelp, they've got a broad range of expertise made available. So if it's not... It is now. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist and get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to wait in like an awkward waiting room or anything like that. Now, because BetterHelp is dedicated to facilitating great therapeutic matches, if you don't vibe with a therapist, it is super easy and free to change therapists. In fact, because so many people have been using BetterHelp, they are actually recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Now, if you're interested in BetterHelp, they are giving our listeners 10% off their first month by going to betterhelp.com unhinged. That is betterhelp.com slash unhinged, where you can join over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of experienced professionals. So thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode. And <gasps> Dead Poet Society. This was filmed at a school in Delaware. Hi, St. Andrews. Okay, so I'm getting the sense that uh, I have two options i'm like tr truly doing this like it's a game of charades i'm like two options um my first guess is that it's like putting all of these dead poets throughout time in school together and then you watch them like interact and they have like this 
writing society that they all like kind of met in. And then I don't know the rest of the plot. Like they kill each other. Who knows? My second option is that there is, it's like this boarding school, mostly because that's where it, it was filmed as a boarding school. So I'm like, maybe I'm maybe intellectually robbing some of the, whatever I'm saying. Um, yeah, that's like a boarding school and there's like this, a club about dead poets and it's a society. <laughs> I don't fucking know. No, is that... that second one seems very accurate. Which is, I have you that. seen it? Yes, yes. Oh, so, okay. So elaborate. What do I elaborate on? Yeah, it's not. It, your first one was their like ghosts. Poets. Well, it's like, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, listen, shut up. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. There are no stupid answers, just stupid people. Oh, I like. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say it's like a society about dead poets and like the great oh. poet. Yeah, don't laugh. It's what happened. <laughs> I don't. I mean, and then, oh, and then like they try and write like them, and then the words get out to the school. And everybody gets angry at these people for writing. I feel like you've seen this movie. Is that right? I mean, a lot of what you're saying, bits and pieces are right. I know it was filmed at a boarding school, and I know it's called Dead Poet Society. I mean, I don't have to be... A, I could be, like, partially in a coma and still kind of <laughs> gather that together. I don't think I said anything wrong. <laughs> like, I don't think I said anything that was breaking the mold of the three words that I read. Am I wrong? No, you're right. So what is it? Yeah, so, okay, uh, it's... A new English teacher, John Keating, played by Robin Williams, is introduced to an all-boys preparatory school that's known for ancient traditions and high standards. He uses unorthodox methods to reach his students who face enormous pressures from their parents in the school. But yeah, he teaches them about poetry and like stuff that they're not... um, Gay! It is very gay. Is it? Um, Like, it's... Is there a sex scene? It's subtextually gay, but it's not, like, textually I just, like, was totally joking, but is there a bareback moment? No. Bareback, what is it? Brokeback mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, this whole time, have I thought it was bareback mountain? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I remember that was a movie there, like, brokeback mountain. And I was like, I know what goes on in that movie. (laughs) I think I've seen maybe half of it. Oh, my God, I really thought it was bareback mountain. Oh, well, that's not shocking to anybody. Pretty Woman. This I've seen maybe like bits and pieces of. This is Julia Roberts, I know. And she's a prostitute. But I don't know. Like, I just know that like she goes into a store and she buys a bunch of shit. (laughs) And like, I think honestly, that was like, that movie was the pinnacle of feminism. She's like, I may be a whore, but I will still buy out the store bars. And then she became a rapper. And now she's Iggy Azalea. <laughs> Did I get it right? Yeah. <laughs> that, I truly have. Do they? Oh, they end up. He ends up falling in love with her. Is that right? Yes. Ugh. Every movie ends like, like, it's really once you get down to it, like with all of these, cla- they're all the fucking same. There's a war. There's some love letters. There's some homosexuality. And there's love. This is why we should have done, like, fucking Cheaper by the Dozen. Except, no, I know that movie front to back. Um, wait, what is it about, though? Pretty Woman? 
Like literally a. Yeah, it, everything you said was right. Julia Roberts is, I mean, well, in this modern update on Cinderella. <laughs> you, you get excited a, to read a, it. A, a prostitute and a wealthy businessman fall hard for one another, forming an unlikely pair. I bet they fell hard. Pair. What? F- forming an unlikely pair. Oh, so. that's the plot? Jesus. Okay. It's, some of them are so specific, and then some of them are like, a whore and a rich man get together, and it follows them. Okay, thanks for the fucking plot line. Yeah. That's like me writing a paper. It's like, oh, you have a book? Re- I have a book report? Okay. Whore, rich man, get together, follows them. God, I really didn't have to do that much work. Fuck. Silence of the Lambs. Okay. I've seen this movie in completion. I was so high out of my mind that I was laughing through the whole thing. And I've, I know it's in black and white, right? Is it even in black and white? <laughs> I don't think so. It, it is, maybe it parts. is not. It is not. Okay. So maybe I didn't see this movie. Okay. <laughs> I know it's like a scary. I know it's like a horror movie because I was laughing through it. And my friend was like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I'm on drugs. <laughs> what do you think is wrong with me? Um, Silence of the Lambs. Let's see. There's. I'm going to guess it takes place on a farm. That makes sense. Lambs. Bah. Or is that a sheep? Oh, a lamb is a baby sheep. Oh. <gasps> is this like some children of the corn shit? Okay, so there's a guy who lives on a farm, E-I-E-I-O, and he's killing children, and he's skinning them. And then he's wearing... Oh, my God, and then he makes like a blanket. And then he wears the children. If this is wrong, I mean, this is going to be like... Okay, so... Chris needs to go to get psychiatric evaluation ASAP. And I'm like, jokes on you. I get it pretty often. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't remember anything. Silence of the... Yeah, like, I think there's, like, a creepy guy killing a bunch of kids. And, like... Oh, my God. He's not having sex with them when they're dead, are they? Is he? I'm Do letting you, you tell me your story. First. I don't know the story. I'm, like, stressed out now. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, what is this movie that I watch? It's a blanket of children. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna... <laughs> I was like, what's a lamb? <gasps> a baby sheep. It's about kids. <laughs> um, this is what fucking 12 years of English class in America does to you. You're like just grabbing for straws at like deeper meaning and shit. I'm like, oh, okay, the sweater's blue. That means they're sad. Um, it's like, oh, God, it's the American schooling system has fucked me so hard. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with it's like a serial killer pervert old guy. Killing people. Maybe it's just people. It's Maybe it's not kids. But I think it's kids. Oh, I'm thinking of Children of the Corn. Or Corn Children? What is yeah, that? Yeah, Children of the Corn. Children of the Corn. Maybe that's where I'm getting the kids from. That movie scares the shit out of me. I had to stop watching it halfway through. Um, What the fuck is this movie about? Yeah, I, some creepy guy t- killing people and then like wearing their skin. I feel like she got a lot of parts of that, right? Or is it kids? Well, the kids thing is the only part that I don't think is. Oh, just because right. of like but, the yeah, whole lambs. The what wearing is wearing of skin? <gasps> Stop. Oh, I mean, is that right? Yeah, that part. Is what is wrong with me? Kind of right. That's so fucking dark. And like a killer, but okay, it's um, a, a young FBI agent must receive the help of an incarcerated and manipulative cannibal killer to help her catch another serial killer, a man, a mad man who skins his victims. Was I not? That is so funny that that's like, 
it's not funny at all. This is so, this is this link is getting sent straight fucking sent straight to my therapist. This is like, hi, go to minute marker this. Let me know what you think. Like, why am I good at this? Why am I low key good at figuring out movies? What is wrong with me? Besides the fact that I thought it was a black and white movie. (laughs) Wait, that's... I'm about to go home and watch that. So this FBI guy hires another serial killer who's a cannibal to go track down another serial killer? Yeah, so Jodie Foster is the FBI agent. And so she goes and um, interviews... It's Anthony Hopkins is plays like the cannibal who's I don't even know who jail. Anthony Hopkins okay. is. Well, anyways, he's like an expert, so he helps her to catch like a current serial oh, killer. Wow. Um, and it is scary, but so what do the lambs come funny, in? So I don't blame you for laughing. What is what? Like some of it is funny, but oh. it's, but you're like, ew, why am I laughing? I, I just rem- I definitely remember I was laughing through like a murder scene or something. <laughs> like there was just like definitely like inappropriate laughter. Wow. We should watch it. I know I kinda want to. That's like a serve of a movie plot. Fuck. Oh my god, that's genius. Hiring another se- oh, sorry, I I just could keep <laughs> like wow, I need to start watching movies. <laughs> watch along. Um, okay, let's do another. The sixth sense. The sixth sense. All I'm thinking about is how I watched Mean Girls recently, and I picked up on a joke that I never caught of Amanda Seyfried's character. She's like, I can tell when it's going to rain. It's like a fifth sense. And I realized <laughs> that it's funny because there's already five senses. <laughs> like, it's just so good. Anyway, sixth sense. Definitely like a, uh, like a, what are those people called? Like a medium, like a Long Island medium, <laughs> but not her. Although she, I would watch her in any movie. Um, it's like a sense of dead people. They're sensing dead people, like the afterlife, the other side. That's what it, they have the ability. Oh, oh my God. Is this with Jennifer Love Hewitt? No. Oh, I think I'm thinking of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. Okay. So that's interesting. I've never seen that either. (laughs) Well, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. The sixth sense. I'm going to say like a seven year old girl. Her name is like Sarah Beth. I think I've already used that name today. <laughs> God, there is just so much mentally wrong with me. Um, let's find her a new name. Mackenzie. Mackenzie wakes up and she's in like third grade. She can talk to dead people and she's got a sixth sense and her parents are concerned, you know, like any concerned parent would be concerned. Anyways, she starts seeing dead people. She starts talking to bitches who aren't there. Like, she's like, I can see the other side. And the parents are like, okay, you're in third grade. Stop with the imagination. Time to start thinking about an internship. And then she, like, goes ballistic and kills them all. Ugh. Oh, that's not what happens. Like a bad seed. Like a bad oh, what? that's another movie that you haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Um, what's the plot line of Sixth Sense? And is it close to that? A little, a little close. Um, mm, we can't give spoilers though. Oh yeah, there's spoilers. Like 30 um, years. Yeah, we've already given spoilers. Oh, you spoilers. not for the audience, you mean for you... Chris? There you go. Someone go. There's far too much dead space. You can give away All right. Spoilers. A frightened, withdrawn Philadelphia boy who communicates with spirits seeks the help of a disheartened child psychologist. That doesn't give you any 
Well, yeah, you guys really worried about spoiling something? I mean, like, I'm still fucking... I feel like I know literally less than I did before about this movie. Is it a scary movie? It's like a psychological thriller. The big twist is that... um, Well, don't tell me! I kind of want to watch it! Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my God! What the fuck was that slaughtering about to be? Holy shit, you almost ruined it. (laughs) All right, we're gonna... You were kind of right, but you... I I got the gender wrong. Yeah, she sees dead people. What is... So, what is... The Sixth Sense. Yeah, that that it's. He's uh, seeing dead people. Yes. Oh, so I was right. Yes. I thought you were saying but I was. You said that he she kills people. Oh, so, so they don't do that. A, that type of thing. Got it. Okay, it's just like a. Oh, there's so many. I know what I'm doing. Um, la- this is such a terrible one to end on. I've n- I've never even heard of this. Train spotting. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? I mean, Train Spotting, the movie where a father and son, father and daughter, had a ritual of watching trains. This is just so stupid. It can't be this obvious. Can I get a hint? Just one, please. Can I just have a hint? Uh, Heroin. Oh, my God. Wait, what? Okay, okay, okay. Was was I like on the right track? No pun intended. No, not okay. Quite. I'll start over. Um, like not even mother, not even father daughter. No. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> mother son. <laughs> it's like a group of friends. Group. Okay, train spot. <gasps> I got it. Think UK skins. They meet at the train tracks. They have. They they don't fit in. In their small town in New England. So they go run away to the train tracks to just go be people who don't fit in. Misfits. They go down to the trains. And then when they spot a train, they (laughs) have to take a shot of heroin. Like, (laughs) I am, like, trying to figure out the heroin piece. They're doing heroin at the train tracks. And then... One overdoses and the train runs them over. That sounds insane. Is that right? Um, okay, so it says, uh, Renton, deeply immersed in the Edinburgh uh, drug scene, tries to clean up and get out despite the allure of the drugs, heroin, and the influence of his friends. Ugh. We should have just stopped after How to Lose I, a Guy in 10 Days. That was like the best we It's a big ever. drug movie, but why is it, why is it called Train Spotting? Yeah, I like don't like that. Do any of us know? I. To I throw off no dumbasses like me trying to guess the fucking plot for a f- podcast episode. I have no idea, but I do know it stars Ewan McGregor. Yes. <gasps> oh, my God. And Yeah, there's a lot of drugs. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I'm friends with his, his daughter. Daughter. Yeah. I had no idea that that was her dad. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> we just met in this film class, and we, like, were the... Me, my best friend Katya, and her... We're like the three who like clearly did not take this shit seriously. We're like, okay, we have bigger plans than this film class. And so we like just, you know, how like misery of others brings people together like no other. That's what happened. And then she posted on Facebook and was like, my dad's in this. And I was like, oh, oh my God, that's crazy. My dad just straight up walked away. That's insane. <laughs> Anyways, that is the end of this game. We could keep going. There's a few more in here, but. Let's see what the other ones are. Mm-hmm. Sleepless in Seattle, 
just sounds like me going to Seattle. Pulp Fiction. Okay, I haven't seen that one either. Ugh, I know it's every... Oh, and Train Spotting. So there were only two. Oh my God, I did that many and looked like that big of a dumbass this whole time. No one said anything? Oh my God. Alrighty, well, that's the, that's the activity. Uh, I, I, I'm honestly speechless. I don't know what to say after that. I got what? One right? Like cl- one close? But it wasn't really for you to get right. We just wanted to hear no, what I you mean, thought. No, I mean, everything is a competition for me. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. give me the stats. Like, well, what? Ugh, that was, I thought, going to be a lot more fun. Like, I thought I would get a lot more of those than I did. And that's life. So I guess now we move on to the secrets. Um, every ooh, week. Ooh, <gasps> I'm here with some secrets. That's right. The Unhinged Owl is back with some more secrets that you guys have submitted. Now, because we did a whole movie, oops, just hit my microphone. Because we did a whole movie, fucking, why do I have a podcast? I can barely speak. We just did like a whole movie themed activity. So I figured I wanted to hear your guys' secrets about things you've done in a movie theater, like shit you snuck in. Like, yes, I'm sure there's going to be some sex ones in here and like stuff like that. But guys, what the fuck is this? I mean, this we know my reading ability. This, this is insane. Anyways, I asked you guys to submit secrets, which you guys can always do. Um, and that link to the form is in every description epi- episode description. <sighs> we should throw this one out. Um, this episode, not the secret. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to know what you guys get up to in movie theaters. I personally have snuck in... A pound cake, a bag of chips, um, I think cookies. I have a picture of it. I went to Trader Joe's before, and I like literally snuck it all in. No bag, just like in a hoodie. You can do anything you set your mind to, guys. Um, the first secret says, This event took place in 2014 when my friends and I were either 12 or 13-year-old idiots. We went to see Annabelle on opening night, which was also the first any of us got drunk. Y'all are 12 and 13? Y'all are cool as fuck. Uh, You can probably imagine what was about to happen, but we had all taken our parents' alcohol and water bottles into the movie theater. By the time the trailers were over, we were all fucked up, laughing at the dumbest shit and just being really loud in a very quiet theater. Then my friend next to me, we'll call her Brie, tells me that she feels like she's going to be sick. I should mention... I should mention these are the old movie theater seats that don't recline. So everybody is close together, like in an auditorium. And I'm like, no, no, you're fine. And right as I say that she goes to reach for the empty popcorn bucket instead vomits all over the guy in front of us. He's pissed. And we are all trying to help our friend up, but are all drunk for the first time. And none of us can walk. So we are just stumbling out of the theater. And luckily we were kicked out without them calling any of our parents. So we all just go clean Brie up. And go to Applebee's for some apps to sober up before calling our parents to go home. Acting, acting as if nothing happened. If this ends up on the pod, I just want to say I love you, Chris. And I saw you at GovBall on Saturday walking by while I was sitting on a curb during J Balvin's performance. And I didn't say hi, but I recognized Kat and then realized it was you when it was too late and nobody was stopping you. And I didn't want to be the person to do it. Especially because you were... Uh, seemed to be on a mission with that suitcase. So yeah. Oh yeah. I was helping my friend carry our suitcase. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Hi. That was so fun that you were sitting on a curb. Um, 
Yeah, that... First of all, it was an example that my reading has not improved. Um, I thought you read that one better. Oh, no. There was a point where I just, like, blew through a period, and I was like, oh, no, Chris, you're supposed to, like, take a breath. Um, that... I want to know more about, like, the guy who got barfed on. Like, I feel like we didn't... We didn't... Uh, divulge his story too much and I would want more of that. Also, them just going to Applebee's as 12-year-olds? How are you getting there? How do... Like, this sounds like something I would do with a driver's license and my own money. 12 and 13-year-olds? I was gonna say they didn't drive there because they were drunk, but they didn't drive there because they're 12. <laughs> Interesting. Wow, that... That just sounds stressful. I really... Oh my god, there's a lot of secrets today. Holy shit. Um, one time I snuck in an entire Chinese food meal and then halfway through the movie, my IBS got so bad that I ran to the bathroom, but I didn't make it and I ended up shitting my pants. I'd do it again though, because it was so fun. Fun. That, did you shit your pants like as you were running or while you were sitting in the chair still? Because if you shut your pants in the chair, you should let someone know so they can clean that and or remove the chair. Oh my God. Chinese food in a movie theater. That's a, why don't they let you bring in food? Because what? You're not going to buy theirs? Yeah, they want you to make money on concessions. I'm not buying their $14 popcorn. Like, shut the fuck up. I'm seeing a movie. Be thankful for that at that point. God, they're like, movie theaters are dying. Here's a fucking tip. Maybe knock the popcorn down $10. Next up, I hooked up with this guy who worked at the movie theater for weeks, only because me and my friend wanted free tickets to Dunkirk to see Harry Styles. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as I got the tickets, I stopped talking to him and told him it was because school was taking up all my time. Still stand by my girl boss actions. Now that's an entrepreneur. You're one of the only people who can put entrepreneur in their IG bio. I mean, for real. That's a business woman. My friend and I snuck a whole pizza and order of breadsticks into the movie theater. We ordered it to go and then used tinfoil to wrap it up and ditch the boxes. Not sure how we got away with it because we teamed of garlic i'm gonna say guess reeked oh my god a pizza and a movie <gasps> honestly this is just making me hungry and want to be eating at a movie theater so no one can see me eat ah wow that sounds so fucking good i was wondering how they got it in there but the foil <gasps> underestimating the ability of tin foil oh my god you can sneak anything into a movie theater with tin foil except soup doesn't seem like that would work out well <laughs> Next up, I snuggled a... Nope. (laughs) Snuggled. I smuggled a joint between my tits, and there were like three people watching the movie, so that was a fun time. What are they going to do? Fundle my boobs? I don't think so. (laughs) That's what it says, fundle. I think it's fondle. (laughs) So did you smoke the joint in the movie theater, or did you just have it resting in its little cocoon? I don't... Like... Oh, like, listen, I'm all for smuggling marijuana into places. Okay. Then you use it, right? That's like me going to GovBall and being like, which I, oh my God. By the way, (laughs) the security at GovBall, I walked in with just a box full of joints and then a container of edibles in my dick. Not like in my dick, but like, (laughs) like here's the, here's the, the worm. And here's like the sack, like in between. It's like a. I don't know why I'm talking about this, but like, did you smoke it? That's like me going there and not having any of it. I'm just like, oh, it's here just in case. 
Anyways, I hope you smoked it. And if so, that's like what I wanted to hear about. Like, that's what I was hoping for. There's three secrets left. And I'm just hoping one of them is I smoked a joint in a movie theater. That just sounds really fulfilling for some reason. Like, are you kidding? Not for the people who have to see the movie after, but... Anyways, I have an obsession with movie theater popcorn, so whenever I was craving it, I would just go into the movie theater, sneak through the ticket line, get popcorn and a slushy, and leave. Beautiful listener of this podcast. You do know that they sell popcorn at the grocery store, right? And you do know that what makes movie theater popcorn so good is butter, which they also sell in the grocery store. And then if you want to get fucking crazy... You can put some salt on, which guess what? They also sell at the grocery store. The slushy, that one's a little harder. But let me introduce you to 7-Eleven. They're everywhere. Wow, that is deranged. No offense to you. I mean, like, listen, I'm not going to kink shame, but there's... Whatever, it's working for you. I don't know why I have a fucking opinion. Okay, so at my movie theater, they would have free refills on popcorn buckets. So to get out of even buying a bucket in the first place, my friend and I would find a used bucket and pull it out of the garbage can and use it for a free refill. Worked every time. That's genius. Yeah. If you're like the fucking Sesame Street character who lives in a garbage (laughs) can. Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. Oh, my God. I almost said Oscar the Grouch. I was like, I don't know if that's the person. I would just buy $15 popcorn at that point. I would take on a second job to buy $15 popcorn at that point. That is like, that's just, I, that is just repulsive. That is just repulsive. You know, bitches have thrown up in that movie theater. Like, you know that. Oh my God. That is repulsive. What? Thrown up when what? In the, in the trash can. Oh, oh. Like, you know that there's some fucking sus shit in there. Oh, my God. I love all of your guys' courage and bravery, but, like, I just need a second. Uh, God, you, this person saw an opportunity and they seized it. Had sex in an empty movie theater to Beauty and the Beast, dot, dot, dot. No one came. (laughs) Uh, I mean, first of all, how did no one come? That movie's, what, an hour and a half minimum? What the fuck is going on? Even I've come after... No. Thank you so much for listening to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. And you watch the video episodes on YouTube.com slash Chris. I did fart through this entire exit. So with that, please rate and review this. Five stars and see you next week. I'm going to go fart some more.